Welcome to Let the Prophet Speak. This is your host, Saul Weinrab, and today we are learning Yeshayahu 9b, the second portion of the ninth chapter of Isaiah. Yeshayahu today, in today's portion, is going to turn his prophecy towards the northern kingdom of Israel. Although he has made it clear before in the chapters preceding this that among Yehuda, the southern kingdom of Judah, and its king Ahaz, and the masses, the, among them was a tremendous amount of corruption, and they were also deserving of God's wrath. Nonetheless, a core of righteousness still existed within Yehuda, represented by Yeshayahu, Isaiah, his disciples, the women and children that still turned towards God for guidance, and that there was a righteous king, Chizkiyahu, who was already a young man in the royal house and would eventually lead the people back to God and to peace and prosperity. However, the contrast today is that within the northern kingdom, ultimate destruction of the kingdom was coming. Apparently, they no longer had these redeeming factors. The corruption had permeated even the lowest rungs of society. In these next verses, Yeshayahu prophesizes about the coming complete destruction of the northern kingdom, that despite having had opportunity after opportunity to mend their ways, they still made the mistake of looking towards people and power and not looking towards God. Their arrogance had reached a point of no return. We begin with verse 7. A word, a, a, a word of instruction from God, a word of rebuke from God, or davar could also mean something, a bad thing. God has sent to Jacob and it has fallen in Israel. And Israel heard, Those, the residents of the northern kingdom, Ephraim and Shomron, they knew, they heard it. They heard the message. However, they heard it or they heard it with arrogance and <clears throat> thinking great among their, in their own hearts of themselves. And when they heard it in arrogance, instead of listening to the message, they said, okay, we couldn't, the bricks have fallen, we'll build with stone. They cut down the sycamores of our zimnach we'll switch it out for cedars. This is a reference to the fact that, okay, our alliances... With this one, didn't work. This king wasn't powerful enough. So we're going to look to other kings. We'll make new alliances. Um, so God said, you know, you look to Aram, you look to Ritzin uh, for, for strength. I'm going to cut them down. Over the years, you have had the people of Aram has attacked you from the east. The Philistines attacked you from behind, from the west. They ate into Israel. But you didn't learn those lessons. You ended up making an alliance with Aram. And we also know that they ended up making an alliance with the Philistines. We know from archaeological sources that the Philistines had joined the northern Israel-Aram alliance against Assyria as well. But despite all of these alliances and despite all of these agreements with all of these countries, God was still angry at you because you still did not look to Him. You still looked to other sources for strength. Verse 11, But the nation, despite all of these things, they still did not look towards God. They still did not search for justice and righteousness. They still didn't get the message. Therefore, God, when He cuts off the 
the northern kingdom of Israel. He's going to cut off the heads and the tails. Everything in a single day, he will take down the whole thing. Who is the head? The head, their head, are the elders, the ones that they look up to, the ones that are honored in their society. But those people, the Novi Morasheker and the prophets who teach who teach falseness, those are the tales. The elders and honored people of that society only wanted to hear from their false prophets the words of encouragement to continue their corrupt ways. They did not want to listen to honest rebuke. Their arrogance was such that they only heard the advice that they wanted to hear from the false prophets who were willing to flatter them with false assurances. Those that were supposed to be the leaders of this nation became their misleaders. And so that those people that they were supposed to lead ended up being confused and led astray. Therefore, God is no longer happy even with the young men, the young men who should be innocent. He couldn't even and isn't even having mercy on the widows and the orphans. The entire society is full of flattery and evil. Every mouth, even the youngest mouths, are speaking in gross and disgusting manners. Because of all of this, God still, His anger has not turned back. He still outstretches his arm of destruction against them. Because wickedness has blazed forth in this society. Wickedness has devoured all of the bushes and weeds growing in the fields. And it has burned down the wood of the forest. And they have all turned into billowing smoke. In the anger of God, the earth had been shaken by and the nation destroyed like Macholas Eish. However, in this society, despite the destruction, despite the suffering, people still did not have any mercy on their friend. It was each man for himself. This was the society that was being destroyed. By the opposite of the opposite of those pillars that Ishayahu has taught us over and over again are, this, are what would keep a society alive and preserve it in the future generations. I think this coming verse 18 is referring back to the time before the destruction. What did these people do? They, they stole from the people on the right and they still remained hungry. They still wanted to steal more. And they ate the things that belonged to the people to their left. And they were still not satisfied. They ate into, they stole from their own families. The people that they were friends, they should have been their closest friends, their closest confidence, their family. They stole from their all but were still not satisfied. The two tribes that should have been brothers, they were each against each other, Menashe versus Ephraim, Ephraim versus Menashe. Yachtov heima al Yehuda. And then the two of them gathered against Yehuda, their other brother. These people, with all of this, because of all of this, God has not turned back his, his anger. Despite all of this, it's still not over. Despite all of this, it's still not over because they have still not returned to God. And God's hand is still outstretched against them. This concludes the, the ninth chapter. Thank you so much for joining us and looking forward to uh, moving on to chapter 10 in the next podcast.